Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. The Big Fifth. Can you spot the lie? The Big Fifth. Some pigs can fly. The Big Fifth. But if you ask me why, can you trust the answer? From Block Island, Rhode Island, this is The Big Fib. And now, here's your host, Deborah Goldstein. Welcome to The Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the creative, collaborative, open world of truth and the fire-shooting, attacking creepers of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for Live in Studio Audience. Hey, hey, get out of the way. Oh my gosh, what's happening right now? Why are you honking a horn? You're you're not even driving a car. Do I need to drive a car to play my car horn file? I'm just trying to clear a path. Move out of the way. Lisa, there's nothing in your way. What? Uh, Oh, oh, right. (laughs) There's nothing in my way. Well, that's uh, a little awkward. (laughs) Why do you need a clear path anyway? I need a lot of room for the listener question I'm about to play. Ah, okay, well, I don't know why you need room for that, but now that you know that you have plenty of space, why don't you just go ahead and play it? Uh, sure. But first, I'm going to honk my horn. Oh, one more time. Oh, boy. Okay, it's an email message, so I'll have to print it out for you using, um, what's a, oh, a printer. (laughs) Okay, here it is. I'll just rip it off for you. Ow! You okay there? Yeah, you gotta warn me. I did. I said I'm going to rip it off for you. Oh, I meant in writing, and you got to print that out. <laughs> Next time, I'll hand it to you in triplicate. Okay. Trevor writes, hi, Lisa. Here's my question. If you could invent any invention, what would it be and why? Thanks, Trevor. <sighs> you know, Trevor, I uh, I probably could invent anything I wanted to invent. So I guess I'd have to pick something that defies the laws of physics. Something that could never exist on Earth or in our solar system. Something that is fantastical and bizarre. Something that... Yeah, yeah, we get the picture. You're going to tell us about an invention that we'll probably never see in our lifetimes. That's correct, Deborah And Trevor, I'm thinking about something that can capture my thoughts display them, Mm. and then disappear. 
Ooh. This idea came to me while I was trying to reformulate the recipe for llama smoothies. Mm. I wanted to find a flat surface where I could write different combinations and measurements with bold pens, but then delete any mistakes or revisions with a swipe of a special object. Uh, Lisa, I think you're describing a whiteboard. That's a, a white surface where you can write or draw whatever you want with special markers, and then you can erase everything that you don't want to keep on the board anymore. This is a thing that already exists? Yep, yep. Oh, okay. Well, I, uh, I'll have to think of a, another invention for Trevor, but it might take me some time to regroup and do some exploratory research and reschedule the focus group that I invited to come in next Thursday. Oh, they're oh. early. Get out of here, guys. Okay, <laughs> uh, come to think of it, I'll probably need to get one of those whiteboards to design my next invention. Uh, there's a lot that goes into inventing, you know. That's okay, Lisa. Take your time. I'm sure Trevor can wait for your next invention idea. But in the meantime, let's get on with the show. So... Please remind everyone listening how our game works. Maybe I'll invent a robot that can tell you how our game works. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, every week we bring on, let me see, one, carry the three, carry the five, drop the five, drop the three. Two grown-ups, <laughs> one is an expert, the other is a liar, and it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who, because no one, and I'm talking, and no one can spot a liar better than a kid. What are we lying about today? Deborah Goldstein, Master of the Universe. Oh, I like that title. We are lying about Minecraft, a video game in which players create and break apart blocks in three-dimensional worlds. And we're going to learn about Minecraft along with our contestant today. Who might that be, Lisa? Our human child contestant is a 10-year-old who likes to ride his skateboard. Rourke Charco. Welcome, Rourke. Hello. How are you today? Pretty good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Tell us about riding your skateboard. Is that something you do all the time? Um, not all the time. Mm. I just get into phases in and out of it because most of the time the skate park is like wet. Oh, you live in a wet area? It lives underwater. <laughs> right now it's not that wet, but. Most of the time when it rains, it just stays wet for a while. That's uh, an old swamp skate park. <laughs> and do you do any tricks on your skateboard? Always. I like to drop in. I also like to ride on ramps. These sound a, a little bit scary. Do you wear all your protective gear, your helmet and your knee pads and elbow pads and all that? Yeah. Bathing suit? <laughs> just because it's so wet, you should probably wear a bathing suit too. Mm. Scuba equipment? <laughs> Maybe you could look into that underwater skateboarding. <laughs> Very cool. And is there a trick that you would like to learn how to do? Like a kickflip or something? A kickflip. Do you have to kick the board? I'm not 100% sure because I've never looked into it that much. But The first part of learning a trick is figuring out what the trick is. Mm, yes, words to live by. Very cool. Well, we do want to learn a few more things about you, Bork, but we're going to do it Big Fib style, playing our game, Two Truths and a Lie. You, Rourke are going to tell us two truths and one lie in no particular order, and we have to use critical thinking and maybe a little guessing to figure out which is which. So, Rourke, in no particular order, please tell us your two truths and one lie. I can solve a Rubik's Cube in under 30 seconds. I have a Venus flytrap, and I have three cats, two dogs, and four fish as pets. 
oh wow, it's a lot of animals. And a Venus flytrap, that's that carnivorous plant. That would be a really fun plant to have. Don't you think, Lisa? I don't, because one of those ate all my flies. Oh, no. Yeah. Isn't that a good thing? Oh. Oh, yeah. That's a great thing. <laughs> oh, I love them. I totally forgot about them. Okay. So do you think that's the truth? Yeah, this one's pretty easy, actually. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. The lie is that he can solve a Rubik's Cube in under 30 seconds. Oh. And the reason that is a lie is pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Because he said he has a Venus flytrap. Yeah. And he said he has three cats, two dogs, and four fish. Yeah. Well... I bet that he used to have seven cats, eight dogs, and 117 fish, and the (laughs) Venus flytrap ate the rest, and therefore, the Rubik's Cube is a lie. Thank you very much. I rest my case, Your Honor. I see. Well, that would be a horrible tale, but we will soon find out if it is true. Rourke, please tell us which one of those things is actually a lie. I have three cats, two <gasps> dogs, and four fishes. Oh, Lisa. What? Incorrect. How many did it eat? Let's get to the bottom of this. Does that mean that you have no pets or just not that number of pets? I don't have that number of pets. I used to own fish, but now not anymore. I see. But do you have cats or dogs? I have only one cat. So you do have a Venus flytrap, but it didn't eat any of your pets. Is that correct? It didn't eat any of my pets. Good. Well done for fooling Lisa Rourke. I think you're going to be very good at figuring out who our fibber is today. So now it's time to talk about Minecraft. Rourke, have you ever played Minecraft? Yes. You have. Do you continue to play Minecraft? Only once in a while. Not that Once much. in a while. Okay. Very good. Okay. Well, we are going to bring on our experts so that we can learn a thing or two about Minecraft. So Lisa, can we get some music for our Minecraft experts? Oh! Get your mine and get your craft. Put them together, get Minecraft. Come on in, but don't tell the kid that we're using Minecraft to enslave children for the robot takeover. No, that is incorrect. We might have to come up with a new song and put that in later, or just don't pay attention, everybody. But yes, we have our experts here. Thank you very much. Our first expert is Andrea Manzo. Andrea, please introduce yourself to Rourke. Hello, my name is Andrea Manzo, and I am a teacher and an educator and an expert on Minecraft because I use Minecraft in my curriculum and with my students, and I'm so excited to be here today. Well, thank you very much, Andrea. Let's meet our second expert, Jimmy Murray. Jimmy, please introduce yourself to Rourke. Hey, I'm Jimmy Murray. I'm a comedy data scientist and narrator of the Kid Friendly Podcast Network down in Tampa, Florida. And my Minecraft stuff goes all the way back to uh, 2015 when my friend, the Kelforan, set up a server. Thank you very much, experts. Those are some mighty fine sounds you're crafting, Lisa. I'm crafting the sounds of... Hot seat time! That is correct. It is hot seat time. That's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Rourke's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? Andrea Manzo, because Manzo sounds like man. Mm. And once the robot uprising is done, I'm going to have a pet man. (laughs) Oh, dear. No uprising, people. There's just no uprising. But... We will start with Andrea. Rourke, what is your first question for Andrea? What is the biggest thing you learned on the job? 
Okay, so a few things. First and foremost, when I was in school as a student, I really struggled learning. And that's one of the reasons why I became a teacher. And that's actually one of the main reasons why I brought Minecraft into the classroom, because I knew when I was a student, I really struggled. And so I used this game to help my students. And the other fun fact that I love about Minecraft is how beneficial the game is for growth, problem solving, math, teamwork, You're motivated to read history, as you know. It can improve creativity. It's so amazing and beneficial. It's a game, and yet it's helped me and my students so much. Very good and very exciting. Okay, Rourke, you may now ask the rest of your questions. Jimmy, what is a comedy data scientist? So in my younger and more free-falling days, I was a stand-up comedian, and I thought that I had a consistent pattern in the way I was writing jokes such that you could almost predict if I was given a set of words, I could take a different set of words, and they would be hilarious. So I thought, can I automatically write comedy? I throw statistics and algebra at comedy in the hopes that I'll be able to write jokes faster, is the one-liner. I see. How does that relate to Minecraft, Jimmy? A comedian, in my expert opinion, should know a little bit about everything. And so one of the things that I've had to cover in the Kid Friendly Podcast Network was a Minecraft joke episode and a Minecraft history episode. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, Rourke, back to you. This one's for both of you. Tell me about a regular day of your job. As you can imagine, I have a kind of stereotypical work day. I go in before school. I stay a little bit after. Personally, where I teach, our day is 840 to 325. So I teach. I plan curriculum. And this is a little fun fact that a lot of people don't know about me. But after work and after I have my school day, I actually come home and I work on my Minecraft educator certificate. Is It's a program to teach educators, tutors, teachers how to use Minecraft in their classroom. So that's a little bit of my day. Okay. So my day-to-day is mostly watching a ton of content, which it sounds fun, but can get tedious. And so I like to end the day by listening to the Yoxcast podcast, which is one of the original Minecraft podcasters, which helped propel Minecraft into um, viral existence, I would say. And it's just a lot of fun to watch Twitch streamers with their creativity, making stuff from scratch and really seeing the thought process, like how artistic can you get? And it turns out a lot. Those were some excellent questions, Rourke. Thank you very much. Well done. I hope you got some good information there. If you love The Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. 
Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are like really sneaky and you often don't know how they're feeling. And the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Okay, it's time for the Shorts on Fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer for the first expert, and then Rourke will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. Then Lisa resets the timer for our next expert to do the same. Experts, answering quickly is your key to survival. All right, Rourke, let's start with Andrea. You can start asking your Shorts on Fire questions now. What is a mob? A mobile entity or object. Name three of the five game modes in Minecraft. Survival, intense, and creative. Confusing, annoying, and rhyming. (laughs) (laughs) What is the name of a legendary fake hero that was supposed to be based on Notch's brother? Uh, uh, um, Herobrine. Which school in Sweden requires Minecraft in its studies? Hendrik Larsen Secondary School in Sweden. How many copies of Minecraft have been sold? 90 million. How long is one day in Minecraft? 20 minutes. What did the music composer of Minecraft use in order to make the sound of a mob called a ghast? Animals, cats, and dogs. What language can you hear when you listen to the Enderman mob speak backwards? Some people say it's a secret language, but it is in fact Swedish. What is Notch's real name? What's his real name? Uh, Marcus. Uh, no, Marcus Alexi Pearson. And that is time. That's all the time. Very good. Lisa, would you kindly reset the timer? You know what? I'm 12 steps ahead of you, and I'm going to do it now. Thank you so much. The 12 steps are unrelated to the timer, by the way. I'm just standing 12 steps in front of you. (laughs) I'm on my way. But first, Rourke, you can ask Jimmy your shorts on fire questions now. What is the name of the main hero? Steve. Name three of the original mobs. Creepers, zombies, and skeletons. How long did it take to code the original version of Minecraft? Six days, Mark Zuckerberg speed. What is the final boss of Adventure Mode called? That would be the Ender Dragon. How much surface area is in Minecraft? The surface area is 4 billion square kilometers, bigger than the size of the Earth's surface area. When Notch accidentally switched the X and Y value of pigs, what was the result? Originally a vertical pig, but actually a creeper. Factor fib, only Tetris has sold more copies than Minecraft. 
That is a fib. Minecraft is the best-selling game of all time. Name a goal in survival mode. I want to say one of the achievements is last 10 minutes or more. Which mode is all about building and players can't die? Creative mode. And that is time. That's all the time. Very good. Well done, experts, and well asked, Rourke. All right, it's decision time. Rourke must think about the information he's heard and decide which is true and which is neither true nor accurate. Rourke. Who is our big Minecraft fibber? I think Andrea, because all of Jimmy's questions were right, Mm -hmm. but I heard some not correct from Andrea. I see. Okay, all will be revealed. But first, can the actual Minecraft expert please say, I am the Minecraft expert? I am the Minecraft <gasps> expert. You Whoa. did it, Warwick. That is correct. Jimmy Murray is a Minecraft expert who is a comedy data scientist and the narrator of the kid-friendly podcast network out of Tampa, Florida. Fantastic. Well done, Rourke. All right, let's do some fact-checking here. Jimmy, tell us how Andrea was not playing nicely in the sandbox. I would say when you don't know the creator's name offhand, that's a huge red flag for me. In addition to that, Hero Brian is a legend that extends back 13 years. The uh, the hilarious answer of the, the, the Swedish school that requires <laughs> Minecraft, when I think she quoted a, a Metallica name, the Henry Larson II <laughs> School of... Which, if you're going to be wrong, be that wrong every time. (laughs) It was creative, that's for sure. All right, Andrea, in what ways did you demonstrate that you're a hardcore fibber? Yes, so I peppered some lies in with the three game modes. I said intense instead of hardcore. Mm -hmm. I also lied about how many Minecraft copies were sold. I undersold that a lot. I also lied a little bit about the composer question. Mm -hmm. Yes, he actually did bring in cats, but I also add in dogs. Mm -hmm. Oh, and actually, the backwards. It is in English, and I said it was Swedish, and... The rest is true. I did butcher uh, Notch's real name, however, but that was correct. Okay, so how many (laughs) copies were sold? Jimmy, do you know that? 238 million. Whoa, that's a lot. That's almost one per person in America. Oh my gosh. Why is this game so popular? I would say it's two things. It has an easy entry point, so everything's easy to learn and you can go as far as you want. However, at your own pace, it's self-paced. And at the same time, there's the online element of the game. And there was no communication really allowed between players other than implicit communication that allowed for people to just focus on the building, focus on the creating. And from there, you uh, go into your own servers, you build your own things, you work together, and there's just nothing more human than wanting to build stuff together. And I think that's what allowed it to take shape when it did in 2010 and 2011. Beautiful. Oh, can we just review, but there is a school, Jimmy, in Sweden that actually does include Minecraft in their curriculum. This is true? This is true. And I don't want to butcher the name, so I apologize to your Swedish fans in advance. But the school's name is the Victor Rydberg. Do you know much about the curriculum and what they actually do? They use it to teach a wide variety of concepts. And actually, Andrea mentioned them before with resource management and mathematics and art and design. 
And so you can actually, you could almost arguably create an entire university on the concepts you learn in Minecraft. And that list barely covers the surface. Wow, very good. Okay, well, we have reached our game's end world. Thanks to our contestant, Rourke, who never stopped mining for the truth. Thank you to our expert and liar, Jimmy and Andrea. And thanks to Lisa, our single player of sound. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into The Big Fib, where lies wither and we spawn the truth. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. While you're there, you can find out how you can become a contestant on The Big Fib or send questions for me to answer on the show. And follow us on social media at The Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. Oh, no, a mob. A mob is here. Is a mob good or bad? I didn't know. Is it good? Is it good? Hey, parents and teachers. Have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today. Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, we help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts.